This week's episode of the Markout Media Podcast is sponsored by SeatGeek. Hey, Victor, do you like going to sporting events? I do. Go Giants. Yeah, or even hockey? I do. Go Sharks. Uh, Football? Go Raiders. And of course, professional wrestling like AEW or WWE. Oh, of course. I mean, like I would love to go to WWE or AEW or any wrestling event. But don't you feel like tickets are just so expensive nowadays? Yes, they are. And I would love to save some money. Well, here at the Markout Media Podcast, we actually are sponsored by someone that will help you, and they are called SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you buy tickets in literally the easiest way possible. So if you do want to go to the, any of these tournaments, you can just hit up SeatGeek, whether it's on your phone or on the internet through a web browser, and just hit them up and use our code to get $20 off your first purchase. And please listen closely because you definitely want to use this promo code. The promo code is Markout Meets one word mark out media so again please go to SeatGeek right now on your phone or on your web browser and save some money for your next sporting event if you're listening to this today is friday today is big toko's kickback in newark california so let's get into it berkeley roll the intro following podcast is scheduled for one fall from san jose california the king of vlog style david edge and everyone's favorite brother victor this is the mark out media podcast what's up everybody hey thank you for listening my name is victor our brother victor whatever one you want to call me i really don't give a shit anyways um yeah, thank you for checking us out. We are the Markout Media Podcast. Well, I am. We are. I keep, I keep saying we. But anyways, um, we're on social media. You can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Markout Media 18. Uh, just like in the beginning of this podcast, you heard there's a promo code. So go to SeatGeek and go get your $20 off. And yeah, go to a music, uh, music and event, uh, wrestling, whatever. Go check it out. Anyways, um, yeah, thank you for whoever's checking this out. We have a great interview today. Uh, today, my guest is Dr. Redacted. Yes, um, before this, before this weekend, you saw him at ICW. He made his debut. We talk about that. We talk about hardcore. We talk about wrestling. It's a pretty good interview for me just because personally I come from the hardcore scene and we just had a lot of just you know common ground with you know the hardcore scene and wrestling and just music in general. So yeah, it was a good time. So let's get straight into this. Let's get into the Dr. Redacted interview right here on the Markout Media Podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, my guest is Dr. Redacted. Doctor, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Um, it's almost the end of my work week. Uh, tomorrow is my Friday, so I'm pretty excited. Well, fuck you, because it's not mine. Yeah, I know. I feel like feel bad when I tell people that because they're like, damn, I still got to wait till Friday or some people are like I work on the weekends. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got that overtime weekends coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't wait to do overtime just for the money. Then I'm pretty sure just because on my job, everyone leaves at 230. So even then, if I stay after 230, no one's there. So it's like kind of kind of all right. I hate how much I love and hate money. It sucks. Yeah, but you know what? Money keeps this uh, love for wrestling going. 
That is true too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, how, how is everything with you? Are you, uh, you're doing good. Uh, we're doing great. Had a nice busy weekend. It was good. Yeah, that's right. Let's get into, um, I want to get right into it. Um, honestly, because I just watched the match, um, like 20 minutes ago and, um, the match, your debut at uh, ICW. How was that? Uh, it was good. It was fun. Uh, that like structure, the cage is mm-hmm. sick. I was like kind of going into it, being a little hesitant, being like, it seems limiting because I was really looking forward to doing the chains. That's what I really want to do. Yeah. And, uh, then I did this and I was like, Oh, this is, this is actually great. Like <laughs> I'll do this every time if you want me to. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, well, so okay, well, so was the floor okay? Because I've seen it before, and usually the the mat uh, is on the floor. I felt like the I felt like there what the mat wasn't on the floor. I don't know why. Was it like raised? Like was there something like a it, ring to raise up or something? It was a low boy ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, because I was wondering. Yeah, uh, like why you guys were just a little bit above the people. But either way, it looks sick, and the stuff you did in that match. Um, I mean, hey, you got the ICW chance going, so I mean, pretty. That's pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool to see you like in the uh, in the LA date that they have coming up. That'd be pretty cool to see you there. I'm sorry, I, I lost you there. What'd you say in the what? Oh, I was going to say they're doing their uh, L.A. show, so it'd be pretty cool to see you on the West Coast and do their L.A. show for ICW. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're, 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 you're kind of coming out here. Yeah, because I was going to say you're kind of already coming out here, and your closest I've seen you come out here was uh, in Vegas. Uh, I've done a few L.A. dates uh, with VXS. And oh, that's right. Now that I, I have another VXS coming up in L.A., and then there's also uh, Crimson Crown that I'm doing in October. Nice. Are you, are you excited for those ones? Uh, very, very excited. That's cool. You don't have, I mean, do you have an opponent yet or is it just, you You get, you just got announced? Um, for VXS, I don't think it's been announced, but I'm going to give you the scoop anyway. Cool. It's going to be me versus Hunter Freeman versus Matt Justice. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can you say CTE without saying CTE? I know. Jesus Christ, those chair shots are going to be fucking, they're going to be too much. (laughs) You're not wrong. I feel bad for somebody. I don't know. And it's crazy because if there was something high, like a balcony or something, I'm pretty sure Matt Justice would jump off it and land on you guys and just, yeah, I can't even imagine. It's funny because me and him are both like known as like the jump off guys. So, it's we've like definitely gone places before and been like, Oh, I'm jumping off that. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to jump. And he's beaten me on that of, he got the, the go ahead to jump off of it. So yeah. whatever. Uh, what's the highest you've jumped off of? Like what's the highest or like balcony or anything? Um, I did this show at a brewery in Pennsylvania and they have those insanely high, like, uh, I don't want to call them shelves, but like at like stores like BJ's or like uh, the place used to be a like aircraft like carrier gimmick. Okay. So they have these insanely high shelves and I had to like climb up to the third one, which was like it had to have been like two stories higher, taller. And I just jumped off like a psychopath. 
Oh, I mean, I mean, then everyone, I'm assuming, caught you. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. So yes, they did. Okay, that's good. <laughs> oh, man, just because like, I imagine like, just I've seen people, the recent stuff that I've seen people jump off of is the balcony at uh, a venue here in San Francisco, the Emporium, and just seeing people jump off of that, like Phoenix Kid, he jumped off it, and yeah, it was just nuts. Uh, I can't even imagine if you were to jump off something like that. But yeah, it's exciting that you're doing the Crimson Crown. I've been, uh, I've, I've watched them here and there. I've seen some of their uh, death match matches that they put on, and yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited that you're coming out here. Uh, I will say that match. I can't say what it is yet because I don't think I have the go ahead to announce that one. Yeah. But that match is the promoter said that that might be the wackiest one that that night. He didn't use the word wacky, but I like to use that word, so I'm gonna use wacky. <laughs> I can't even imagine. It's probably gonna be like Legos and pool noodles that are wrapped in thumbtacks, and I don't know. It's gonna be. It's probably can't imagine it. It's gonna be nuts. It'll be a lot more dangerous than everything you just said <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i was watching your match with um bam sullivan and there was the firecracker bat um how did that oh, idea yeah. come up yeah how did that idea come about uh i had like seen it and i've done it before with sandra and um when i did it with sandra uh i had a friend help me make it and i was like you know this would be really cool if we added even more firecrackers crackers to it so with the the time with bam sullivan it was almost tripled the amount that i used in the match that i did with sandra and dude it was nuts like uh that crowd that was there for the bam sullivan match is like a super like super casual crowd yeah and they they did not expect that at all like there was people that like fell on the ground because they were like nervous and scared like like a gun went off or something but Mm -hmm. it was awesome it looked pretty cool on my end. I mean, like I said, I watched it earlier today just to rewatch it. I've seen it. I've seen it at least twice so far. So I think it's cool. I haven't seen it here on the West Coast in person, me personally, but I think it's a pretty cool spot. Good to know. Very creative. Whoever comes up with that idea and, and uh, I guess respect to whoever takes it to the back or whatever they're taking it to because, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not a it's not an easy hit. <laughs> Yeah, and you definitely get this like crazy ringing sound in your ear where you're like, "Oh, let's find out if I'm deaf or not." Oh yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, oh, so you do you do this thing? You do the green mist. Um, I want to know how did that come about? Uh I have this crazy thing that goes. No, uh, <laughs> I was always a huge fan of Muda growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and then, uh, like you know, seeing it in WCW, and then. Being seeing this guy, seeing Tajiri, and being like, "Oh, that's that's the coolest," and you know, uh, not too many people in America like do that anymore. And uh, yeah. I'm also pretty sure I might be like the only Caucasian guy to do it. That's probably wrong, but I'm gonna just say I am. So why hey, not? Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. But um, so on commentary that I was watching, that I've seen it before, um they like people were saying that it smells so does it have like a smell to it when after you spit it out your mouth uh no that just happened to be something that came about uh shout out to jordan castle uh he just like randomly said it once on commentary at vxs and it just kind of caught on and it's sick 
and it's like I said, just different. It just adds to it. Yeah, I like it. Um, because it may, it may, but it, like I said, but it makes me wonder. So then you have people like me that will question and will ask. <laughs> you will ask things like, "Wait, does it really smell?" Like, because you're watching at home and they're doing a good job as on commentary and. But you know, a hey, good job to them because they got me questioning you now if if it has a smell and yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's cool that you do the mist. Um, I would say well, yeah, not a lot of people are doing maybe, it. Maybe if I come out to this Ugwa spot, you'll uh, you'll get a chance. Hey, you never know what could hey. happen in the uh, in the underground. You never know what could happen in the Ugwa zone, as uh, I I say. I don't know if other people say that. <laughs> I, well, I like I like the phrase the Ugwa zone. That's sick. <laughs> I guess it rolls off the tongue. Good. It rolls yeah. off the tongue. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's my that's yeah, the home promotion. So yeah, I would love to see you out out uh, here doing a death match with one of uh, guys that are out here. I mean, we got Juicy Finale, we got Tony Vargas, we got Big Baby Powder that does the death matches, and we got a few other people that do them too. And uh, just off the top of my head, but yeah, it'd be pretty cool to see you uh, in Ugwa and. Yeah, to come out here. Well, the negotiations are being worked on, so we'll keep you posted. But um, it leads me to my next thing because I was like, damn, if he's out here, I want to like we're going to go where I want to hit up like a like a record store, like a local record store, because pe- people out here, they're still selling like hardcore like uh, vinyls. Oh, wow. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of local record spots that still sell like today's muse, like today's hardcore and like the older stuff that rules you don't see yeah you're right you don't see that too often even though it's weird because i feel like vinyl like uh there's a lot there's a market for it like there's tons of people out there that do collect it yeah um i was one of those people actually i col- i had a Oof. i had a i had an earth crisis vinyl um i had the story so far with the specialized sleeved uh like thing that they made that someone drew for it and i was gonna say do you get it like in all the colors and everything i didn't worry about the colors so much but i just worried about i didn't worry about anything really i just didn't worry about the colors <laughs> or anything i know some people do like do yeah but and they'll like they'll collect like the red one the green one and even if it's, if it's the same album over and over again i just wasn't i didn't care but yes i miss my like uh what are i forgot what the smaller ones are called I have no, I, that's great question. (laughs) I never became a vinyl guy. I've always, when it came to like CDs and stuff too, once the internet was like, yo, you can download music. I was like, oh, and I don't have to take up space for everything. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) I guess that makes the most sense, but yeah, you're always, uh, I was never a Napster kid, never a Napster kid. I was always a a Kaza or Kaza or I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Or Soulseek. Those were my two big ones. I don't remember the last one you said. Oh, Soulseek was the best. It was like, uh, do you remember when AOL Instant Messenger had Get File? Yeah. No. It was like that, but, oh, okay, he doesn't. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I was going to say, it sounds familiar, though. Oh, well, it was sick. It was pretty much like you could just look in anyone's thing and, like, take what you wanted, and it was it was Chef's Kiss. It was the best. Uh, like music and shit? Yeah, yeah, it was great. What the fuck? That's cool. Damn. What year was that around? I hope you're doing research right now. It'll make me really happy. <laughs> what was okay? Wait, what was it called again? 
Uh, I think I lost it for a minute. I said, uh, what was it called again? Oh, salsa. Okay, let me. I got that right here. Oh, yeah, right here. I like how people ask, is Soul Seek still a thing? <laughs> I wonder if how those things are doing in general. Uh, I don't, there is a website though. I do see it. I don't want to click on it, but there is a website. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Still yeah. And then there's a, there's the Wikipedia page and it started. Okay. So like two, early 2000s. Do you think people still use, uh, what was it? MySpace? That's a good question. Maybe, yeah. I mean, someone has to. I know someone does. There's no way that no one doesn't. <laughs> There's just no. I, I wonder I find if people it use it. Yeah. But I wonder if people use it like unironically. Like if they use it, like, "Hey, my spacers, I'm here." Like, just updating my. I don't remember what you updated. Was it a bulletin? Was that a thing? Yeah, you uh, you had a bulletin. And top eights. I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, but you, you know what, though? It was really shitty because, like, um, for me, since I was in a band, it wasn't any of my of my homies. I put I just put, like, I put the bands as my top eight. So, like, all my favorite local bands, I put them as my top eight. And then, like, if I got in a relationship, like, that person would be first and then the bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah been there <laughs> uh i'm just like hey i'm like you're dating someone that's in a band i'm like what do you expect i'm like all my homies are in the band so it just makes sense to put their band instead of their actual personal pages so but then they changed that shit to the top eight to like top 30 fucking six uh, or something oh yeah it got to be ridiculous like insane but uh that was a good year for like i for like good time well, not a good year but good times like kind of sometimes just because like when it came to MySpace, like when it, when it came to music, that's how I discovered a lot of new bands. Same, same. Like hardcore bands, bands from Florida band, like specifically bands from Florida, because like when it came to Florida and like hardcore, like that shit was like, it was like peanut butter and jelly. Like it just went together. Uh, I would, I would agree with you on some of that. Not all of it, but some of it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it is Florida, so I'm going to keep that in mind. But like bands like X Bishop X until the end, Evergreen Terrace, like all those bands that I used to listen to, uh, they came from Florida, from my understanding. Yeah, well, uh, it's funny because until the end, Bishop and Remembering Never are all the same singer. Yeah, that's right. I forgot his name. Um, uh, mean Pete. <laughs> yeah um i was i didn't know him right but um our guitarist at the time was uh he, he that was that was her homie so like he was cool that's with it. us but i mean that's why we got to cover like i was telling you before we got to cover until the end and he was just like yeah go right ahead and like record a video of some of it so i can see it and he was like yeah it's cool Dude, that band fucks. Like, they're sick. Um, Because, yeah, you come out to Disembodied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, it kind of works with the character. It, yeah. Like, uh, I think it's, like, super chaotic. It's all over the place. I wanted to do something with, like, sirens, but then I'm like, I feel like it's kind of 
overdone. And I always have so many friends that are like, oh, are you going to come back to a hardcore band? And then I was like, well, this is like cool. And uh, it's like something I personally like. So it works. There you go. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you come out to seven. Uh, what is that song? Seven Stitches. Yeah, Seven yeah. Stitches. Yeah. I just I know it's not on Apple Music and I know it, it's probably not on Spotify. It probably is. Uh-oh, I'm so I lost. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that song is on. It's not on Apple Music, so I can't even listen to it. Yeah. So, um, but damn, yeah. So, um, everything that you post about hardcore, like, how do oh, you? Oh, it's get... on Spotify. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I have to download Spotify to listen to that song because I will actually do that. Um, but I got to ask, me being myself, you know, just as I grew up in hardcore, and that's kind of all I really knew before wrestling. How did you get into hardcore? Like, how did you start listening to it? Um. So I definitely like really early on had like uh i'm at the time i was an only child and then i became like the oldest one in my family so Mm. i never had like a big brother or anything to like get me into it but i had like two friends that had brothers one was in like a really shitty pop punk band Mm -hmm. and one was like this weird stoner dude who had all these like cool flyers in his room and like uh you couldn't find anything on those bands but uh the friend who had the pop punk brother his band would play at this like mini golf place by me and like occasionally like a metalcore or hardcore band would play too and then you just get flyers or uh compilations remember those and oh, yeah. then uh which dude i found out there's so many cool bands through those and uh i would just get that and then like start doing all my research because like back then i was like hungry for it all i just like wanted to take in everything and you just find all that cool stuff then and i feel like today it's a lot easier for people to find music. Like for example, you could go right on Spotify and it'll say artists similar or whatever. No. Yeah. I feel it. Um, I, now that I can say this now that I'm out of hardcore, um, I feel like bands like newer bands can play, which is cool. Like go, go right ahead. But I'm just used to touring and, you know, hitting the road is I feel like newer bands and hardcore can play one show or maybe like a weekend here and there and do completely fine. And I'm like, yeah. maybe, maybe this is, maybe that's just how it is nowadays. Maybe you don't have to tour to, to make, you know, a, you know, a little bit more than, you know, a $20 booking, but, you know, and you'll be, you'll probably draw more, more kids anyways. Yeah. It's definitely a lot different in better and worse aspects than it was like when we were growing up and being into it. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm at that weird phase in my life where I'm the guy who's like, oh, I hate no bands. I mean, I don't hate all new bands. I just don't care. Yeah, same with me. Like, I've tried to listen to some of the new newer bands, like, here on the West Coast. And yeah. it's just, one, it's not my style of beatdown that I like. And yeah. it's not my style of hardcore that I like. So I was just like, it's cool if someone else likes it. But I'm just like, I don't know. I haven't, like... I mean, like the only band that I found interesting was 200 stab wounds. And that was because of the name and they weren't really necessarily specifically a hardcore band. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, what are some newer bands? Cause I see you post like death threat cast aside and like all the older stuff. So what's some of the newer music that you're listening to? Uh, honestly, I don't even like, I can't think of anything on the top of my head. Oh wow. That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, 
Dude, I still listen to like Marauder Master Killer like every day. <laughs> I'm like still in that like weird phase of my life right now. Um, I guess I'll uh, break. I'll you know peel back the curtain a little bit on this one. Um, I was in a I was in one of those hardcore crews with the vocalist uh, Marauder. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, um, it's funny yeah. because apparently the guy who books me booked me against uh, Bam Sullivan that time. His cousin is the singer of Marauder, Jorge. What the fuck? Oh man, yeah, Jorge. Like I said, he was cool. Like he he was cool with us. Like he we sent him merch one time. He you know he rocked it and he loved it. He liked us as people. It's just I just wasn't fit to be in a hardcore crew to be honest. Yeah, and but, that's fine. Not everybody is. Yeah, like it just wasn't for me. You know what it is? Like if I was gonna be in a crew. Like, I would be like, oh, these are my brothers, these are my brothers, blah, 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 whatever. And that's fine for people that do that. And I'm happy that people, you know, you know, find, you know, friends and end up calling them brothers or sisters or whatever. But I already had brothers, so it just didn't make sense to, I don't know, it just, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to listen to, like, some newer hardcore stuff, but I'll always end up going back and listening to, like, Death Threat. Dude, Death Threat? Man, people who don't like that band, it blows my mind. There's people that don't like them. Yeah, I'm just like, you don't get it. Oh, uh, I just realized uh, a newer band I like is uh, that band from Vegas, Spirit World. I've heard of them. It's pretty much Folsom, but just under a different name. But it's really good. Uh, LVHC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, Hammer Lane Crew. Um, <laughs> uh, I used to love Folsom. Um, they used to play San Jose like all the time, and yeah, and like I remember seeing them in back then. I remember seeing them a little bit after they broke up, and yeah, good band. Vegas had a lot of good. Uh, Vegas had a good scene. Honestly, Vegas was the spot to hit for a while. That's definitely a place I never really heard much about. I only had to see Folsom twice. I booked them once, and then I saw them in Brooklyn. The time I booked them, I enjoyed a lot more. The Brooklyn show was really awkward. It was just like kind of empty and it was just weird. Um, I played Brooklyn uh, once. It was on the Lionheart tour that I did. It was Lionheart, Barrier, and Rude Awakening. And we played Brooklyn. And I remember the kids were moshing and the merch table is like right by the pit. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, someone's going to flip the table. And I was like, no, worse. Someone's going to grab the merch and just throw it. And that continue too. moshing. I was like, yep. "What the fuck?" I was all like, "I was like, we're doing, we're just standing here watching the band, and you guys grabbed our merch and just tossed it and kept moshing." I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "You don't get this shit on the West Coast." Um, yeah, East yeah, Coast is super ignorant. It's like kind of a, a great thing, and it's like an entertaining thing to watch. Like, I feel like there's certain people that watch like the people like moshing more than they actually do watch the bands i mean for you not just for your safety but like in general oh for sure like okay so like if i was if i saw someone that was filming a show that i was playing they'd be like oh like you like do you want the footage of like what i shot i'm like yeah yeah blah, blah whatever i want to see it and then and i'll ask them be like oh how come you don't you didn't get some of the you know some of the pit and they'll be like, oh, I just wanted to focus on you guys. I'm like, no, nah. I'm like, get some of the pit too. I was like, I actually get more of the pit than us. I was like, our stage presence <laughs> is good. It's fine, whatever. I was like, but I'm trying to see how the kids are moshing to us. Yeah. Like, shout out to Sonny at 856. He gets like the best of both worlds. And I love it. 
Yeah, his videos are like top notch. So many ridiculous ones. <laughs> um, but I hear that you used to book shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a thing that was fun at the time. Mm-hmm. And I would probably hate as an adult. And yep. I definitely learned that there is no money to be made. And that <laughs> going to shows instead of booking shows is a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred and thousand twenty percent or whatever how many numbers because I tried to book shows in my garage the first one was free so that was easy but the yeah. clean the cleanup took forever and just just I don't know it took like about a week to clean the garage and kids were fighting it was like punks versus hardcore kids and then after I booked the first one um, ill intent hit me up and they're like oh we need a place to play in San Jose so I was like, okay, cool. I'll book you guys or whatever. And they're like, oh, we want, you know, this much and however this much. I said, I can't. This is guarantee- a garage, guys. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I can't guarantee you a lot and I can't guarantee you anything. I said, but everything we make from the door, you can have. And I let them sleep at the house and I fed them and they were happy with everything. They got their money. There was enough kids to pay for uh, off a three off a three dollar show that was in 2012 so i was like times were different with money and everything but kids were able to pay off a three dollar show and the band got paid so i was like fuck it i was like i did my job i will say like growing up in that like era of hardcore like to wrestling now it fucks me up because uh people are like yeah you have to charge 25 to 30 dollars for a shirt and i'm like that sounds crazy. Why would I ever do that? And then I go to print shirts and I'm like, I understand why people do that. But yet I still charge $20. Cause I'm an idiot. Um, that's how much I charge my shirts. Um, but, but you're right though. Cause I had the hardcore mentality where, um, I was giving away our stickers and just to keep in mind, our, the stickers that I make and the stickers that my brother makes, um, they're, they're cheap. They're good quality stickers. It's just they're cheap to make. So I got yeah. I got like two hundred for a decent price, and I was like two hundred stickers. I said, "What the fuck am I gonna do with two two hundred stickers?" I was like, "I'm gonna start posting them downtown San Jose, and just hopefully they stay up there and just post them everywhere. And I'll give some to people that buy merch or whatever." But I had that hardcore mentality of band stickers are free. And then when I got into wrestling, setting up merch for the first time. Someone they're like nothing's free, and I was like, uh man, I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh like for example, at ICW, I was selling merch and uh I was giving stickers away with like people who bought shirts or whatever, and the girl next to me is like, Why are you doing that? And I went, Well, why not? Like I wanted to come back and she's like, Yeah, but you can charge it for that. And I was like, I mean, I, I could, but that doesn't seem right. Like it just seems weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does seem weird. And I don't know. I just, it's hard to get that mentality out of my head just because like I went to a show in Sacramento. So uh, like literally NorCal and okay. um, it's a good scene. Sacramento has a good, good like wrestling scene, like of uh, like the like the, the indie fans and just kids that want to go to shows and parents that take their kids to wrestling shows. Good, good, decent amount of good balance of everything. So I saw a group of kids and I was like, Hey, do you guys 
I got some stickers that, you know, that from my podcast, blah, whatever. And all I saw was a bunch of hands just coming at me. And I was just like, oh, yep, they want stickers. And all I said was, give me one, give me one, give me one. And I was like, oh, yep, okay. I was like, see, that's the cool moment of when you can pass out stickers for free. I said, but other than that, like, I get what people are saying of like, you can charge for this and you can charge for that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't know. It's just, it's the hardcore mentality that I grew up in. And um, the hardcore was all I knew. So like, I didn't know what wrestling was. I didn't know anything. I, I, I watched as a kid, but yeah, I got back into it in 2013, but didn't start this podcast off 2018. So it's been hardcore up until then. <laughs> <laughs> Like it literally has been, um, but are you still going? Are you still attending like local shows and everything? Uh, I mean, if I get the chance, I will. My my issue is like it's wild. I can go do like these insane death matches. I'm fucking bleeding everywhere, and like you know, I'll live to see another day. Meanwhile, yeah. I'll go see like whatever band, and I'm like, oh, my ball, my whole body hurts, and then like. I've like awkwardly like bruised a rib or like fractured my hand somehow. And I don't know it with between like bookings and everything, it gets to be like, do I take the risk? Because, you know, uh, I can't just be a normal adult and like go to a show and just stand there and like enjoy myself. Like I should be able to, Mm -hmm. uh, instead I have to run around and jump off everything like a psychopath. Um, no, yeah. Like I, I, the last show that I went to, um, I think I moshed for like a second and then I, I, this wasn't that long ago, but I went for like, I went in for like a second and then I was breathing all heavy. I was tired. I was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I don't see how people can still do this. And that's what I get for not taking care of my body when I was in hardcore. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much like a cardio thing or anything like that. It's just like, uh, I guess, you know, you always end up hitting your hand on something stupid or like, like I said, just jumping off something and people, you know, it's not like wrestling where they're trying. I mean, well, you know, you're like trying to like land on people. They're like, oh, we're going to run away. And, uh, <laughs> you know, then you're like, oh, my back's broken now. Great. Uh. Yeah, I know. Um, the worst, like, mm, I would guess, like hit that I've had during a hardcore show was uh, it was 10 for 10 tour, 10 band, 10 bands for $10. Oh, I remember Poison the Well was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the ghost inside and all those. It was a good, it was a good tour, but it, it went to LA. So I don't know why I went to the LA date, but me and my band at the time went to L- the LA date. And um, I don't know what I did, but oh, I was, there was enough people there to like crowd surf and I wasn't the only one there like doing it. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm small enough. I'm going to do it. And then as I'm doing it, my ass lands on the barricade and just, just smacks and just and it just hurts so bad I, I couldn't enjoy the rest of the show that's how bad it was and then my brother he got knocked out somebody hit him on the head and he fell like straight to the ground jeez yeah so that's how bad uh hardcore can be for anyone who is listening because yeah hardcore is uh it's a, it's a dangerous game sometimes yeah and like uh going back to like how i said i can't be like a normal adult yeah. Uh, the responsible adults in me is like, hey, uh, promoter X is flying you out, has paid for your flights and is promoting you on this show. And then uh, you're going to be some fucking dumb dumb and like break your head open or whatever at some show. And then you can't go and like 
fulfill your job. It's, you know, I would completely understand if promoter X was like, Hey, don't come back here anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. And also going back to Vegas, Vegas has such a sick wrestling scene. I love Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I went to Vegas for uh grab house. It was their Halloween show. And it was a, it was a really good show. I like their venue that they have down there. The one that you uh, and Sandra had the death match at. Dude, that like crowd and like that whole like setup and everything. It's a vibe. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it, it it was like I said, we went to a Halloween show. So it was me and the Ugwa, the Ugwa guys, because Ugwa had a show the next day uh, there in Vegas. So yeah, it was good. Um, I mean, I think it's a cool spot, and you can't find spots like that nowadays. Like not here at least. And thankfully for Vegas, you know, it never rains and it's hot out all the time. So like you can do those year round. Yeah, because um when I went, it was October. And the weather was it was pretty good, hot as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, no, during the day it was all right, but when it got to nighttime, like you didn't need a sweater. It was it was all good. I was definitely grateful to whatever anyone believes in that the sun had went down that June day in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, you got to experience it in June. Yeah, and I was just like. Oh my god! I hope the sun goes down. I can't imagine this with the sun out right now. Sounds awful. Like I like I just I don't know the Vegas heat. I can't do, and I give it up to people that do it. Just I don't know. It's like San Jose heat, like Bay Area heat. Like it's okay. Like you can go up to San Francisco, and the weather's gonna be windy. It's still it's gonna be nice. Like if you're going to like a beach town where the weather's gonna be nice and whatever. But yeah, it's like San Jose gets at least to 100 sometimes. Not all the time, but high 90s. Well, what's like crazy to me and like, I don't know, I guess geography and shit just doesn't make sense to me sometimes yeah. is uh, when I did the VXS uh, Vegas show, right after the show, uh, I got in a car and went to California. And dude, I went from like sweating my ass off to like freezing. It was insane. Yep, that that's uh, <laughs> damn. Like I, I said, like, yeah. Dude, the next day I had to go out and buy a hoodie. I was so cold. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Uh man, it's like uh, it's like tour weather. Like, um, yeah. I wasn't prepared to flip our trailer in ice. <laughs> I don't think anyone is prepared for that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't prepared because our guitarist who used to play for us, we put him in the band again and he was like oh yeah i could do this tour so i'm like okay come on come on tour with us and he finished off the dates with us but we're driving home from the east coast and we're in wyoming and he's driving like 60 with the trailer and he, he hits black ice and he stomps on the brakes oh yeah so my brother yeah my brother laid there and i because i kind of looked at him i was like i wonder because in my head i was, I was like is my brother okay is he freaking out and he wasn't. He just stayed there and just looked straight into the, like, out the windshield. <laughs> and I was laying down. Me and my guitarist were laying because our band, our band had a bed in the back. So we're both laying down because we did the drive before he took over. And yeah, I hit my, I hit my mouth. Um, yeah, I hit my face on the, on the seat. Good Lord. <laughs> it was so bad. But yeah. Um, have you ever been on tour with the band or anything like that? Like while you're doing the hardcore stuff? Uh, never for like too long. Just like weekends here and there. Okay, that's not bad. I would say yeah. that's... Some people, they're like, oh, it's not a tour. I'm like, hey, if you leave for more than two days, if I'm leaving my house for more than two days, it's a tour. 
Yeah, I, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm like I'm not just leaving my house for a night or two. Like if I'm leaving for two more more than two nights, I gotta pack a bag. Uh, I'm a notorious overpacker, so I'm always packing a bag no matter what. Um, do you put stick like I've seen wrestlers do? Do you put stickers on your gear bag? Uh, so my gear bag is uh, a duffel bag because um I've learned through merch companies and like hardcore yeah. that duffel bags are always better than suitcases because they can fit it's like tetris they can fit in like anything and you can like mold them almost not mold them but like you can shift them easier as okay. opposed to a rolly bag which is a uh rectangle at all points it never compresses or anything like that mm, makes sense i'm gonna take that into into consideration because um i'm using yeah one of those roll um one of those roll suitcases. I've never personally used it on myself, but I was given one and I put the merch in there, but uh, it's small. But when I tried to fly with it, I just, I wanted something smaller. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like the rolly bags are, are sick. They're super like fun, easy, convenient, whatever. But like with the double bag, I can use that as checked or I can use that as carry on. And like I said, I can still fit a ton of shit in there. Uh, and you know, over the years you learn the tricks and everything to get stuff in small areas and it's it's worked out to me ever since so no yeah i feel it um yeah next time i fly so yeah you're doing a lot of flying flying from here and there and you gotta fly the um you gotta come to the west coast in october so oh yeah. please i'm coming to the west coast the end of september too <laughs> oh but we can't, i can't can't talk can't talk about that show so we, it hasn't been the match hasn't been announced yet so oh yeah yeah, yeah. although um, september also September, I'm doing a lot of West Coast there too, late September. Oh, well, uh, West California, and then uh, the thirtieth in a undisclosed area that I can't mention yet. Okay. Yeah, and then October, it's a lot of West Coast again too. <laughs> hey, you know what though? West Coast needs um, some some hardcore like style matches or death match regardless of what it is it's just like i said we got good wrestling here on the west coast like there's west coast pro there's hood slam and then down in la you have like santino bros they're putting on shows you have gcw that comes out um but yeah just the more the more death matches the more crazy shit the better yeah it's funny i literally i was in one of my group chats uh i have friends in california who are just telling me how like you guys are like deprived not deprived but like you don't get that much deathmatch out there. We don't. It's funny. The first time uh, I wrestled in Vegas, uh, it was me and Laz, and uh, he's he's a great human. I like him a lot. And yeah, we he's did your best match. friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard <laughs> he is my best friend. And uh, Jody's gonna make some shitty posts about this on Twitter tonight now, or uh, whenever this airs. Uh, uh, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday's gonna make some shitty posts about it. Um, shout out to all those kids, uh, them, Sandra. I like them all a lot. Yeah. Vegas just has so many good, like hidden wrestlers and that like not enough people know about. And it drives me nuts. Like they have such a good scene in general. But, um, when me and Laz did that, uh, death match the first time there, I guess that's like a thing that that crowd or those like people in general, just like don't see very often. And there was some spots we did and they were just like, I, I, like it's weird because like in, in any normal crowd you get like, the holy shit chant or whatever mm -hmm. and these people were just like terrified like the jaws were dropped and they were like oh my god this is really happening right now it was like a kind of weird surreal cool feeling but at the same time i was like 
are they like upset? <laughs> um, the only thing that I can think that would come close to a death match was like guy because the he's a Vegas guy, Funny Bone, and like Super Beast. They threw a show, or Super Beast threw a show, and uh, it was like a death match or like a hardcore style show. And yeah, because my brother filmed it when I saw it, I was all like, damn, I was like, that's my style of a. Uh, my style of wrestling, I wish I can go. But I was like, but that's Vegas. So I was like, I can't just get up and go. Yeah, Vegas is definitely worth the trip, though. I don't know how far that is for you, but it's sick. It's eight hours. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather fly to <laughs> Vegas than drive. Driving back for after the uh, Grab House show was Miserable. terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. just, there's nothing to look at. It's just, especially when you're going up to California, there's oh. nothing to look at. Nothing. Nowhere to stop either. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> um, outside of Vegas, me and my brother stopped at a gas station called Terribles. And they, have a, they have yeah, they have a White Castle in there, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try some White Castle. Tried it, it wasn't bad. I just thankfully I didn't eat it. And someone was like, don't eat it before going to a wrestling show because then your stomach's gonna be all fucked up. I ate it, and my stomach was fine. Uh, well, I hate White Castle. Uh, they also definitely do a thing around here, at least with White Castle on valentine's day where yeah. you can like bring a date and they have a hostess who seats you and everything and like has like a nice table and lights a candle the but fuck? it's white castle yeah <laughs> that's fucking nuts um yeah. what the fuck i mean i don't know like in in portland there's there's voodoo donuts like they're like well-known donut place oh dude and... i've been to the one in orlando it's sick yeah so i'm saying you can get married there that's wild. I did not know that, but I will consider that. But <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, donuts yeah, it's cool. and weddings, I'm all about it. Let's, let's yeah. go. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to go back to the one in Portland, and if I'm going to get married, I'm going to do it there. Why not? It's fuck getting a cake. Dude, wedding cakes suck, by the way. Wedding Shout cake? out to all my friends who don't get wedding cakes. Shout out to my friends who did get wedding cakes. Uh, I pretended to like it, but wedding cakes suck. They're never good. No, I'm. I don't eat. Uh, I don't have dairy, so budding oh. cake is yeah, it's probably a no for me. So that's a bummer. Nah, if it was a vegan budding cake, then I'd be all over it. But even then, uh, I'm really not a big dessert guy myself. Besides, like dairy-free ice cream. But and I know it sounds all kind of it is what it is. But yeah, I do it for my. Uh, I do it for my skin, so my skin doesn't flare up. Dude, I will say, vegan donuts are sick. They are, but I certain ones I can't eat because there's too much sugar. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but others like if there's not that much sugar in it, then the vegan donuts they fucking smack. Like mm -hmm. honestly, like they're that's hella good. One, like with California, the fact that you guys have so much good Mexican food and so much good donuts—that's what I'm all about. Um, have you? Because like speaking of like good food and because you're going to, you're, I'm assuming you're going yeah, to SoCal. Uh, all for Crimson Crown you are, but um, you should go to Grill Them All. Grill Them All. Okay, I'll look that one up. Yeah, they um they've been a sponsor on like GCW before. Um, they like they they had um, fuck they they did a um, they did a fucking burger for Supreme. Uh, in October they did, and that was pretty cool. So that was uh that was pretty cool. I didn't eat it, but they did a they did a burger for Juicy Finale. They did a burger for Necro so Butcher. Yeah. It's it's weird the way they come up and it's weird because I had one for uh 
what's the what's the Mexican do the luchador in uh, in Freedoms? Um, Violento Jack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his own burger at Grilla Mall, and when I, I got it when I was out there for GCW, so we, me and my brother we go to Grilla Mall. I get the burger, and I was like, okay, let's see what this is like. So I bite into it, and I was like, damn, I was like, this is like if someone put tacos in a fucking burger, and this shit's hella good. And but they named it some. It's like they'll name it something, and then it's AKA the wrestler's name, whatever they put. Oh, I'm gonna look into this. This sounds like it's like fascinating. Yeah, then they also have like metal shit. Like they have a burger called the Behemoth, and like all this other shit. There's a place in uh Chicago like that, but it's just like with metal and hardcore. It's called Kuma Corner, and they do like stuff like that. That's sick. But yeah, yeah it was real weird, like getting like this like bomb ass burger. And then they're playing Snapcase and like the red cord. And I'm like, oh, okay, sick. <laughs> That's sick. Uh, yeah, Grill Them All on Wednesdays, they do a thing where they show AEW and people can go there and drink and get food and watch AEW. That's an experience. That's nice. Do they do vegan stuff too or no? Probably. Because the last time I checked, because now that I'm eating more plant-based, I yeah. did look into it. I think they do. I just think you have to ask. A lot of my California friends are uh, vegan, so I they they're always like, "Oh, you're in town. We'll take you wherever you want to go." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we got to go somewhere where you guys can eat too." But they're nice, so I usually get options. Dude, the vegan spots that we have here in San Jose are they're pretty fire, honestly. Well, you'll have to show me around. Yeah, like we got a we. uh, I told Kevin Blackwood when he was here for doing Agua. um, He was like, "Oh, what's what's here to eat?" And I was like, "There's a vegan spot on the same street as the venue. It's just." hella blocks that way but i was like it's worth it i was like if you're a vegan and you never had it i was like it's really good good to know good to know for the uh, record, i love vegan food as long as it tastes good I'm, I'm about it oh for sure yeah if it tastes good like if it doesn't taste good like i'll just won't eat it again or i'll yeah. try it again maybe just to give it a second shot but if it tastes really good then i'm gonna keep getting it uh like where i'm from in long island uh people like hear the word vegan and they're like like what did you just say you have like a third head like uh, excuse me like they think you're like a part of like a terrorist group because you said uh you're vegan yeah i know my uh especially coming from a a, a hispanic family um my grandma she didn't understand it like when someone told her that they're they're vegetarian she's like i (laughs) you know i I eat meat my whole life and i'm fine and i'm like just i was like she doesn't she's like she's a grandma too so she's really not gonna understand it but (laughs) but specifically in like hispanic like families like they're just like we carne asada we carnitas we we lengua which is the cow's tongue they're like we eat it all (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah yeah, hey when you're in la get some get some lengua that's the tongue yeah it's a cow's tongue yeah, no thanks. We're all passing that one. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like uh, just uh, it's bad sometimes when it comes to food. It sounds Generally. unpleasant. Like not nothing about that's like, ooh, let me go get some beef tongue. Meanwhile, there's gonna be some like jabron listening to this that's like trying to cancel me for not liking beef tongue. No, you could have every right to not as a as a as a Hispanic. Uh, me personally, you can. Uh, it's, it's 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 a required taste for sure. I don't even get it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a it's just it's a crazy uh thing to get while you're out here, especially on the West Coast. Well, good to know. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start wrapping this up though, just because um I don't want to take up too much of your time. 
and I understand it's getting kind of late where you're at. So, um, Unfortunately. yeah. Um, but my, my brother usually asks this question. He usually does the interviews with me, but he usually does ask this question. And this is my last question for you is when it's all said and done and the wrestling's over, the wrestling shoes are put away, the boots are put away. What does Dr. Redacted want to be remembered for in wrestling? Oh, uh, just for like people being like that guy was crazy <laughs> like i just want them to remember like like i don't want them to be like oh you know that time he came up mailed it in i don't want to be known as like the mail it in guy it's gonna be like that people having like uh like even like when it comes to like hardcore shows and everything you always think about like oh i went to that show and this crazy thing happened and the band was really good but i always want to like be remembered as like oh the guy who did all that crazy shit that was nuts and like I don't know. I, I guess I just want to be remembered in like a negative light. If that makes sense, that makes sense. I mean, who, who does sense. want to be remembered in like a negative light? But like, <laughs> no, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, like I said, it that that's great because like, the, some of the shit that you do, or actually all of the shit that you do, is <laughs> it, it gets the crowd like it connects with the crowd. So you're doing your job there. So you're connecting I, with the crowd, and that's a good thing. I think that's like if you can connect with the crowd, I think you're doing your job. I do love how I'm at the point now where if I grab a garbage can, they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's going to fly off something. And he's going to he's going to put himself in it and he's going to fly into something. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Right. Oh, man, that's <laughs> funny. Like I said, I just watched the ICW show. So and I saw that clip on Twitter and people loved it. Yeah, listen, I'll keep trying to kill myself in a garbage can for you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> all right okay so where can uh, people find you on social media uh on the the twitter it's dr x redacted and then uh on the instagram it's steve x yui uh that's me don't tell anyone um i tell no one and then uh facebook you could just find my find my name on there facebook's the least interesting one i'll say the other two are pretty good facebook's whatever yeah, I agree. I have Facebook and I really don't use it. I just use it to keep up with like family and friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I'll post shows and stuff on there too, but that's really about it. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for doing this. I know we were going to wait till like later in the year to do this, but I'm really glad we got to talk hardcore and wrestling and just bullshit for all this time. But again, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. And we can always do part two later in the year. That is true. Um, shit yeah that is true and maybe we can do this in person like i said negotiations are being done right now so we'll see all right i feel it all right well hey you have a good night and i will uh, talk to you later you too brother bye oh, yes good talk um i could talk hardcore specifically for hours just because like i said that's where i come from um before wrestling so i could talk about that for legit hours but I could talk about wrestling too for more hours too. So it's crazy. But yeah, good interview. Really great guy. Really, uh, yeah, really great guy. Really great guy. That's hard to say. But anyways, thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you whoever checking us out. Anybody. So I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, you can check us out at Markout Media eighteen. That's on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, we do have a Facebook. I really don't use it that much. Um, we're gonna get new merch printed hopefully by october 30th so next month i'll have new merch we still have pins stickers i have my brother's stuff too david 
I have his, you know, pins and stickers and yeah, come to a merch table. I don't know whenever we're at a show and pick something up. Uh, wait for the new designs because the new ones are going to be pretty cool. Uh, I've been putting them up on my Instagram story, so you might know which one I'm going to print. But thank yeah, you for checking out too, the Mark Out Media podcast. Make sure to follow us on yeah, Twitter and Instagram Friday, at Mark Out Media 18. And, and don't forget to buy the merch at BrainBusterTees.com. California. So it's going to be a good time. And happy birthday to Juicy and happy birthday to D Rogue. So again, thank you for checking us out. And just like my brother says, you either mark out or get the fuck out. Goodbye.